everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Televoid. I'm one of your hosts, Mara Kate Elliott, and I'm joined, as always, by my lovely co-host, LaToya Ferguson. Hey, LaToya. Milk the dairy cow. <laughs> hey. And we are joined by our awesome returning guest, Nate Levy. What's up, Nate? Milk the dairy cow. Woo! Milk the dairy cow. <laughs> pull it, pull it, pull it. Milk it. All right. <laughs> So, we watched, I don't even know how to describe this show, but uh, Body of Proof, <laughs> Season 3, Episode 3, Lost Souls, a.k.a. the one where God and the devil literally exist. Yep. Um, and we'll, we'll get into that, because there's a couple of things we need to talk about in regards to the religious aspect of it, but... I mean, first things first, I had a hard time watching You guys are fans of the show. I had a hard time watching it because of all... Seen every single episode. Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily call myself a fan of it, but I've seen it all. <laughs> okay. Well, you, when you watch the show, I imagine it's hard not to see it all. <laughs> but, uh, so, I, I I didn't love the bone-snapping stuff, so we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it, even though it's a medical show, if that squeaks you out. We're not going to go into it too in-depth, I don't think. Because this is barely about science. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's about how science is actually bullshit. The premise of the show is pointless for not. Um, but so, getting right into it, because there's a lot to talk about. The, the the main story, it's a case of the week kind of show. It revolves around this time, a, it starts out with a girl being found, I guess. It looks like she wanders in, but apparently yes. she was found. And uh, she gets, like, strapped to a gurney, and she's, like, freaking the fuck out. They say it, they assume it's a meth overdose. Um, she's speaking in tongues, vomiting blood. Yeah. She's, she's feral as fuck, basically. So, I can't believe that, I don't know, it, her spitting on the doctor felt like it should have had, like, a whole bunch of shit happen because of it, but I guess that's kind of common in some gross way. Like, Well, I mean, he's, but... he's Jennifer Love Hewitt's baby daddy, so I'm sure he's used to that. Oh, uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, all the ghost whispering. Uh, but so, so basically, she's, like, pretty much, like, already, okay, she's possessed, but we don't, we haven't had that word thrown around yet. Um, and she slaps the nurse, the nurse goes flying, uh, that's when she breaks a bone, which I was like, oh, I should have seen it coming, but it was really gross. And then they start, they, she goes into cardiac arrest, they try and, um, cart her, but she's still pretty much, like, gone at that point. Like, she's, she's whipped herself into such a frenzy that she passes out, and then is essentially dead from that point forward. The devil and killed her, guys. The devil killed <laughs> her. Right from the beginning, there's not even any subtlety. So that's where the episode sort of starts. Where is subtlety more at? <laughs> not on the show. This is body of proof we're talking about. <laughs> so uh, it's Dana Delaney, right? Yes. That's her name? Okay, yes. so Dana, should we call her Dana? I don't know her. It's Maggie? Megan, Megan. It's Dr. Megan Hunt. Show her respect. Yeah, sorry. Dr. Oh, she, Megan they're Hunt. calling her Maggie. I thought it was Maggie. I don't know. <laughs> I know she's a doctor. Sorry. I thought someone called her Maggie at some point. Well, but. one thing I want to point out about the doctor first is that after she spits the blood on him, it's great. His doc- his lab coat looks exactly like Blake Downs on Children's Hospital. <laughs> it does. It's like it totally the exact does. same pattern. But like honestly, I-, I understand like part part of working in medicine is shit like that going down. Or blood but that's like when you down. call infectious diseases, right? Exactly. I think stuff should. But I guess they had to treat her. I don't know. I just felt like it was a lot of like a lot of non-issue when he was had blood dripping down his face. Like, oh no. I mean, but, uh, for a show about a medical examiner, it doesn't examine medicine. No, not at all. It examines the truth. And that's when we kind of get introduced to the fact that the medical examiner is in the same capacity of a Rizzoli or a uh, Brennan, uh, Temperance Brennan. They are. She's actually an Isles, not a Rizzoli. I'm sorry. Oh, right. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> she's she's assisting. She's assist. I should know that her name is Mara, but uh, her she's assisting them researching um, the cases, which again is not a common thing. And the whole premise of Rizzoli and Isles and Bones is it's like a huge deal. Now I haven't watched the show. Is that like a major deal that she gets like into working with the police? Or is yeah, it is. Oh, okay, cool. Well, All right. if if I remember her backstory, it's that she was a neurosurgeon. Yes, and then she killed someone. Hank Lawson style. <laughs> she, yeah, she actually she had the, the car accident, and then after that, she accidentally uh, killed a patient on the and table. So she decided she couldn't work on humans anymore. So she solves murders now. So instead. she's actually more like a Jen Watson, I guess. A little bit. Uh, I don't know, but so so she. But way more of a bitch. Well, yeah, clearly this episode. I was gonna ask, like, is this she's like a such a bitch. Thing? What? She's like. 
Yeah, every house would, would be best friends. In my notes, in every time she did something incredibly bitchy to someone, I just wrote, LOL, Daniel Delaney is such a bitch, I love it. I did that 14 <laughs> times throughout the episode. I got, my, one of my first notes is, Daniel Delaney is such an asshole. Yeah, and one of the, the weird thing is that the real villain of the show, which we'll get into, is Tim Decay. He actually seems a lot more, like, personable, just because in comparison, she's such a bitch that you're like, maybe she's kind of overreacting, but you're like, no, but he's still an asshole, but, like, normally on a show, he he would look like a complete psycho, even, like, on a Criminal Minds, which have a lot of people who are crazy people, like, you, who are researching, but, like, it felt to me almost like, oh, she is one of the bizarre characters that they would go and talk to. Because usually, this, the, like, if you have an investigator and it's a case of the week thing, they're kind of blank slates in a lot of ways. Like, they're not, and they have some personality usually, but they're they're meant to be interviewing people crazier than they are, and she did not seem to be in that sense. Like, she seemed to be the one, like, immediately starts giving parenting advice to him, like, totally unprofessional. I was just like, what is she doing? I mean, she sasses that nurse something fierce. Okay, so let's get into this. So she, oh my god. So the nurse that gets slapped. That nurse is a mess too, though. Yeah, and she gives her some, like, not to to pun it, but some cold reality where she just sort of, like, Are you sure it wasn't a pun? I didn't really mean it to be, but I had no other way to say it. But so, she goes and interviews the people at the hospital because the girl dies. on the, She cards on the table. And oh, wait. Uh, before before we say that, I want to just expect that Brian Halsey's character is named Dr. Dante because, you know, hell. Um, oh, I also, didn't realize that! Of course! Yeah, I, I wrote that in all caps. Of so angry. And then he also like delivers the best line that Brian Halsey has ever uh, delivered, which is, are you impugning my integrity? Because we're supposed to believe he's a doctor. So that was amusing to me. Yeah, well, he had to, he had to use the word, like, impugn to be sure he's smart. But so, they... He's they... just trying to distract from the fact that his penis ruined the client list. Oh, God. God damn his penis. <laughs> so... You don't understand, more. You don't understand. No, I haven't watched the client list. I'm sorry. Um, but so, so they... They... Oh, my God. They interview the nurse who gets pushed out of the way and slapped by, by the girl who died. Uh, and she, she claims that... Blah, blah, blah. She goes over what happened the girl. She kind of gives a description. We already saw that part, so she's just reiterating it to Dana Delaney. And then she says, also, BT dubs, the room got really cold and I felt the presence of evil. <laughs> I was just like, what? What? Yep. That was not explained by anything. They never returned to that at well. all. At all. They never returned to it. Because the show's way of, of brushing it off is... Dandelion Dan giving her a look like, really? And she goes, it's true. And she says, if you believe that, you shouldn't be working in medicine. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. LOL, Dana Delaney is such a bitch, I love it. Oh, God, <laughs> it's so, it's such a bitchy thing to say to someone you've just met. Just met. You know, behind her back, seriously. Exactly. Like, I can believe Save your team. And, she, and the nurse gives her a look like, lady? <laughs> and she, like, <laughs> leaves the room just, like, completely... Like, aghast about the whole situation. From the beginning, she's basically just skipping around, like, drugs killed her, drugs killed her, ha the god shit. Oh, yeah, and the Latin thing, because, of course, the nurse took Latin in college. Yes, the, the nurse knew... Because she believes. Well, all medical, all <laughs> medical people on this show are, like, Latin experts, obviously. Uh, but Dana Delaney's just like, okay, the drugs clearly are what killed her. Let's get a, you know, test of the autopsy, find out what she had in her blood work. And what made everything cold. What made, there's no, no, they never even really returned to that. That was just like, okay. Someone hit the AC up. <laughs> so we can claim that I guess the nurse might have just been feeling that, but at the end of the day, they never actually, like, there's scientific explanations to most of it, besides that and the one major thing at the end, but that that never gets resolved because they write it off as that nurse is fucking crazy. But she's not, clearly, because Dana Delaney is a lunatic too, and she's just kind of telling her, her own opinions instead of actually addressing this is like oh maybe there was something going on that made her i don't know it was weird it they never explained it at all but so they they decided maybe she just wanted to feel like it was cold you don't have anyone else saying that it got cold right that's true maybe she just had a chill yeah, oh god. <laughs> and so, well, my notes is also, monsters don't exist, I'm Dana Delaney. <laughs> well, she's also clearly the only nurse there that had God with her, because everybody else was, like, awful. We get find I wish that cross had been just, like, huge, like, even bigger than it already yeah. was. And so, uh, they, uh, they decide to go back and check the autopsy to see what the results are. She insists that her, uh, assistants, I guess they are, their assistant medical examiners, they do it themselves, because she wants to know really quickly what happened. Um, and then they decide to go find out more about the, the girl, because they want to find out if this was, like, a suicide and find out from her family. 
So or the, uh, well, before we get there, uh, Nate, can we talk more about uh, the assistant, or technically, I want to talk more about the Christina Hendricks episode. What is well, that? Well, first off, R.I.P. Wendell Middlebrooks. <laughs> May he milk the angel cow. <laughs> so, so, the Christina Hendricks is also an assistant? No. Oh, okay. So, I've never so, seen the show. You get into it. Floppy-haired dude is Christina Hendricks' husband in real life. Yeah, Jeffrey Aaron, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. And she was on an episode playing twins. Okay. That's one of them was dead. Yeah. Jesus. And he, I believe he fell in love with the dead one and then, like, transferred that to the living one. I don't know. I mean, my favorite moment with them is obviously the one we keep mentioning in the rave episode. Yes, the rave episode, which has the single greatest moment of Body of Proof ever, which what, is the song the Milk the Dairy Cow. <laughs> Oh, good Where, Lord. while investigating a crime scene, they bust into some freestyle techno thing and say milk the dairy cow over and over again. Oh, God, I just remembered uh, in the pilot when they're showing the flashback of Dana Delaney getting in the car accident. Like, she's yelling, I think she's yelling at her husband, well, ex-husband, and she, I think she says something like, I am a neurosurgeon or something like that. It's about how important her job is, and then car accident. You remember the pilot of Body of Proof? I remember that moment because I see a clip from it in the YouTube. So she, apparently in another episode she fell in love. She was on the show, I guess, because he was on it or something. Did, was that why I guess, she was yeah. on it? Okay. Mm. Probably. Yeah. <sighs> well, watch Being that. Beautiful if you want to know the kind of like tone of the episodes we're watching, that's the kind of shit that goes down. Because <laughs> they, were, they were like so goofy, but I guess it's like, you know, Santa Procedural has the goofy assistance, but Jesus Christ. Um, so they're so they're they're investigating the crime, and this is when I first realized that the show is set in Philadelphia because they say they're going to go over to Melbourne, which is like my basically my backyard. Uh, so they're they're just like they go flying. Your backyard off. is full of possessed children, Mara. Yes, yeah, Mara. This explains so much. Yup, and uh, they go they go off to Malvern, which again is. I, I, everything about it seems all very suspect because they immediately like walk right in and. The, the girls are wearing matching, like... They all look like sister wives. Yeah, it's very yeah. creepy. And their hair have that, that freaky, like... Uh, the polygamous big love, bun. Yeah, big love. <laughs> the the big love bun. Where and Tim Decay is yelling at one of them to stop crying. I didn't realize Shut it was him stop at first. crying. I forgot it was him. I know, I know we mentioned before it was him, but I was waiting for him to be... Teleport MVP, Tim Decay. Tim Decay is... Oh, man. What are you doing in this episode? And he... I'm looking great, though. I will say that. It looks great the whole episode. I wish oh, yeah, he played... He's, like a, he's a hot sociopath religious I wish dad. he... I kept thinking, like, Where's I wish... Where's his Ashley Madison account? Oh, God. I wish he played better... Um, I wish he played more villains. Like, there are certain episodes of White Collar where he's done that, where he plays, like, the, the, the bad, tough guy, which usually he's a little bit more doofy. And that's where you're like, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, he's good, collar. but he's such a terrible... <laughs> Him and Neil switch places, and he is the criminal... And Neil is the uh, cop. He pretends to be married to Tiffany Peason. So like, he was also not a great guy on Agents of Shield. Oh, okay. So, so I, he's definitely good in those kind of roles. But this is a rarity to see it in more. Mo- like I think usually he plays the doofy, like hot dad character. Um, so, like right away, he's creepy as hell. He there's a point where well, they're super religious. A cross is hanging all over the house. They. Um, Introduce themselves as Philly PD, which again would never happen. It'd be Philadelphia PD. That drives me crazy. Uh, and then uh, so, you've been arrested much more. No, but it's just not. They wouldn't say Philly PD. It's just not how Philly is used here. Um, hey, like, you don't know how Tommy Sullivan does things, okay? He's a grown man that goes by the name Tommy. <laughs> God damn it! But uh, He's Mark Valley, he will cancel a show in a season. Oh god. Um so so he they go to interview to Kay and Fam and they are all just clearly in the, they don't have a single light in the entire house. I'll leave a, a, a little screen cap of the house. It is pitch black while they're interviewing them. It's all natural light. And the, light is the devil's plaything. Yeah, pretty much. And they're <laughs> all just sitting there talking about how sin is like taking over their family and we let her out of the house. And then the wife tries to explain something, and he just says, like, no. And then you realize, like, because up until that point... Shut up, woman! Up until that point, they're creepy. But then you realize, you realize like, oh my god, he's, like, a real crazy person. I, 
I feel like we thought that we realized that when he was telling his daughter to stop crying over her yeah. dead sister. Oh, I wasn't paying attention to most of what he was saying. Was I was just, just looking at just him. staring at Tim Decay, you freak. That's what I realized also, it was Tim Decay. He drops a great line in this scene, which is, because when our children go bad, our dreams get flushed down with them. Like, Ooh. way to project your own shit on her, dude. Yeah, he's a real piece of shit, but... That's looking great, looking nonsense. great, like I said. Uh, so, <laughs> so they they explain that they had to kick the daughter out of the house because she was on drugs, or... They don't really actually say on drugs, they say she was sinning. So it's kind of at first implied that the reason because she was on drugs, but we find out later it's just that they were sinners and the drugs almost felt like a symptom to It him. wasn't drugs that killed my Rebecca. It was, it was the devil. Exactly. New excuse for everything, by the Pretty way. Pretty much. <laughs> and uh, so they they explain that she basically OD'd, but they don't know, or they think she OD'd. She had the symptoms of ODing. And they try, they're trying to figure out what happens, but this is where whatever the fuck Tinsley thinks is her place to start telling him how to raise his children, which he's clearly a piece of shit, don't get me wrong, but she starts, t- she tells him, like, don't turn your back on your child no matter what, and he's just like, what? But that's just not procedure to, like, trying, you're supposed to, I mean, like, God, have you ever Look, said, Dan Lee knows a thing or two about turning her back on her child. Before, when she was a big deal neurosurgeon, she never had time for her child. And now her child has diabetes, so... Oh, also, the two episodes before this, I'm pretty sure her daughter is kidnapped during Really? <laughs> so maybe that's why she's, like, super... Continuity. Good lord. What a smart show, body of <laughs> But so that's kind of where... That's where she's kind of coming from, I think, is that she has, like, a lot of her own baggage. But, like... That's the thing, is, like, have you ever, have you never watched a cop show, Dan Delaney? Because that's, they'll start, like, playing characters of, like, being an asshole, too, to try and get in with a, with a, you know, potential murderers. She's just, like, couldn't hold her tongue, and she's like, well, he's like, do you have, you, are you judging me? And she's like, yeah, you fucking suck as a father, basically, and then says, you tr- don't turn your back on your child. If and, you're a murderer, I definitely want you to murder me, is basically what she says. Yeah, pretty much, and he's LOL, like, Dana Delaney is such a bitch, I love it. <laughs> And so she, so she leaves that the house. Both of them kind of just like, like you know, annoyed because they don't have any real proof, but they're suspicious as hell of the father. But uh, her more so because she's like anti every kind of religious thing in the world. Uh, and then they get back to the, uh, well, no, she gets a phone call, and they go back to the lab because uh, as they begin or or in the middle of or once they finish the autopsy, a bunch they of, go out to grab a mid autopsy snack as you do, and they notice that there are a bunch of cross shaped bruises all over the body now, which were not there when it was brought in. So that's weird. And uh, they decide that something really fucked up is going on, and they're creeped out from the beginning. So these two are more the God-fearing, whereas Dan Delaney comes back and she's like, you guys are idiots, first of all. <laughs> um, they they also tell her, by the way, there was no drugs in her system, so that's not really why she died. And she gets super fucking pissed. Because... They sh- that should be the reason why she died in Dana Lady's mind. There's no other reason why someone would die and uh, have crosses everywhere. And There's like an alternate version of the show where Dana Lady kills someone every time she's wrong about something. She really like, had bodies. that vibe where she would do that. And uh, so, so she's like really confused now because her main explanation for why it happened is now kind of moot. Uh, which everyone loves now rubbing her face, and she's just like, fine, we'll figure out, there's a scientific explanation for it. And, uh, she explains that maybe it was because of the adrenaline, and the other Emmys are like, yeah, her system might have gotten shocked, because, you know, she got so, she got, someone says, someone, I think it's like the, the one guy with the bald head, he was like, yeah, the adrenaline to her system might have scared the hell out of her. I'm like, Jesus. I fucking hate this show. I do have a, a note from this scene. Yeah. Dana Delaney, can you reach those straws you're grasping for? Because <laughs> she is desperate for it to be scientific. Well, she even says there must be a scientific explanation, which is like what everyone says when there's not one. Like, we all watch X-Files, Dana Delaney. Get it together. Yeah. And so she, she, then she even yells at them, like, you're scientists. Act like it. <laughs> <laughs> Great Dana Delaney impression. <laughs> LOL, Dana Delaney is such a bitch. I love it. Yes. <laughs> And that's when Jerry Ryan shows up, which I could not believe how absolutely pointless to the show, probably the show, or at least the episode, Jerry Ryan I, is here. Oh I yeah, she's pointless to every single episode. Like, it was the, Me too. It, it, I was like, oh yeah, she's here. Everything about her scenes, were com- you could have lifted them from the episode and it would have made no difference at all. She was pointless. I guess you're trying to claim like she off-site 
helped, like, get paperwork moving. But you don't, it's never explained, so, I mean, maybe it's, she's, like, an overarching character that helps in, She's in also, like, running for mayor, I think, right? That's what she says, something about the politics or something, I don't remember. Something about politics, Mayor? Who fucking knows. <laughs> so, she just shows up, literally just to, to have some, uh, the, the lines were, might, have, might as well have just been, like, politics, and then they leave, that's it. That's all, that's all they say, nothing has even been solved or, or progressed from those scenes. She just has, you know... She has the contract to be in every episode, I guess, and she had to be there. And so, uh, in the meantime, Dan Delaney has now taken a real liking to the case and wants to find out more about the family. So she goes over to Hoyt University, a university that does not exist, uh, and then decides to, com- like, I guess, get in with the sister? Like, she wants to... Befriend- yeah, the sister who was crying. Yeah, she wants to befriend the sister, because as they left earlier, we should have mentioned... Um, she sees her, like, close the window, or, like, well, she was looking out the window at them, and then, like, close it, like, I wish they could help me. <laughs> like, it was so telegraphed, it was insane. Well, like, first Mark Valley, like, approaches the, the, her, and it's, like, at one point that, uh, the girl tells him that his father's abuse was, uh, his dad teaching him through pain. I'm like, oh, that's not good. And it was yeah. real bad. And she's like, pain then, means love. <laughs> but then he dismantles her Stockholm Syndrome in, like, three minutes. It's creepy. And he- I mean, he is Mark Valley. He also says, like, I had a rough family life, so I get it. But, like, almost like he was excusing it. Like, he should have explained more, like, it's not okay that you're being- like, he almost kind of commiserates with her, and I was just, no, 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 no. And so the daughter. Well, that's why you got to be a huge bitch like Dan Delaney to get shit done. <laughs> Clearly, in this, in this, in this universe, sure just rolls up like "fuck you" and "fuck your religion." Well, they do get out of the do- the other daughter. They get out of her that she's the one that dropped her sister off at the clinic because she knew something was wrong, and she went against her father because she had come home early. Because when the, when they first interview the parents, they claimed that she wanted to come home, but they said they refused to have her at home. We find out from the sister that she actually was allowed back in. But she was very sick, and then once she got to the point where the father wasn't doing enough to help her, even though he was trying to, she's like, we gotta get her a doctor. She breaks her out of the house, drops her off the clinic, and then gets in trouble with her parents. And this is where, normally you would say, and then you got punished, let's talk to you about it, because you shouldn't be punished like this. And instead, they're just like, oh yeah, um... It's totally cool that you did that. Like, it's, I understand what it's like to have an abusive like parent. It was crazy that they just let that go. They should have tried to get her into child protective services. She's not a grown. Is she? She's not eighteen. Lauren, none of this matters because we have a backstory from the nineteen thirties to get into. <laughs> oh my god. Oh Jesus. So I. There was a point. Uh, we'll that nineteen thirties backstory is literally like the linchpin of their case against Tim Decay. It was ridiculous. <laughs> terrible. The best part about it is that the whole thing is that the devil is punishing them for the grandfather thinking that the devil was punishing them. <laughs> the circular logic of it, it is, is they should just put a ghost in there honestly they really could have or something like that which they almost kind of do with a tooth but they never get back to it and then like what, what's an issue here for me as well is that I, I think that like halfway through the episode I, I remember looking thinking like oh I'm like getting ready for the podcast I'm, I'm, I'm done I'm like oh no Oh, wait, there's another 30 minutes to go. <laughs> it's just like, they've gone through like, the entire arc of a normal, like, you know, case, uh, a case, like, right, everyday, like, um, uh, procedural case episode. They've done the whole gamut, and then they're already just only halfway through because they haven't introduced this whole other part to it yet. Why would there be a tooth there? After all that murdering, wouldn't someone want to, like, clean that house completely? Why would you want to live in that murder uh, house? I don't care La- if it's family. Latoya, also- uh, the gun part is equally annoying, so we'll have to wait a minute. <laughs> I, oh my god, I can't even... But like, why are they surprised to find a tooth? They're investigating a murder. I don't even know what, what to say. What are we doing? I have to quit my job as a medical examiner right now. <laughs> so, so they, oh my god. And so, after all this bullshit, they decide they've got to get into this house to find out more. The daughter only explains to them in very vague, um, you know, jargon. Oh, uh, my family lives under a great sin. And that's it. That's like, that's what they realize. Oh, shit went down. Something's going on. They have to investigate it more. They decide to check out the house. And that's where they get the uh, search warrant from Jerry Ryan for eventually. And they go into the basement to look. I guess that's where they figure the daughter was being kept. Although there's no one that really told them that. But I guess that's just where they well, no, ended the- up. Aren't they technically looking for, like, some kind of toxic thing because yeah, they don't really won't let that go? She yeah. thinks that it might be some kind of mold because, basically, there are... 
What kind of fucking mold, Dina Delaney? Devil mold. She's, she thinks it's an environmental mold. <laughs> but so, they think it might be some kind of an environmental trigger, so they're just like, oh, let's find where it came from. Um, which is crazy, because really, like, you should have enough reason to want to look at the house because the father's a clear psychopath, but they decided to put it about the, the environment. And so they go searching through the house. The parents are kind of pissed, but they, they assure them that they'll be done in, in about by the end of the day, which is not possible, but fine. And so they go and they find in the basement a bed with a bunch of, like, ties on it. So clearly someone has been tied up on it, which is, like, if your daughter... There's a couple things that don't make sense to me here. The the daughter... (laughs) Just a couple? Just a couple. (laughs) If their daughter had gone missing, then come back, and then died, and then had a medical examiner and Philly cop come and and investigate it at, at your doorstep... Wouldn't the first thing you do is get rid of the fucking evidence? Like, why would you leave that bed in your basement? Why would you leave the the, the rope ties on the bed in the basement? Like, they didn't even this bother. Is a family that didn't clean up a tooth for seventy years. <laughs> like at the bottom, at the end of the day, do some fucking housework, and maybe you wouldn't be being, being carted off to jail. Honestly, I don't understand any of what went on. But they see a bed with the ties still on it. I think there's like even like a couple of like like drops of blood all over the bed. I'm like, my. God, like they didn't even put a tarp over it. Everything else in the basement's covered in white sheets. Couldn't put a white sheet over the bed full of blood and rope ties, but okay. And the- you never know that. that I'm so that, mad. That blood could be from their period. You know that is a big deal. But what about the rope ties? Tim the case into from some their weird period. stuff. Uh, what, 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 what would the mom call the period? Oh, the female loose you need to tie people up during the funeral movement. You don't know what they're going to do. What they, what they got to that point? I was just like, what am I watching? I could not handle it. It was upsetting. Okay, so the two Emmys, the two Emmys are like the goofy Emmys yeah, are super freaked the out. The only people on the episode who are actually creeped out by the things they should be creeped out by. Everyone else is like yelling, like, bar- dancing in the background, barking, science! <laughs> and then they're just like, oh no, the devil's gonna get us. They're both really freaked out. They, It's being shot in a way that they don't realize, they keep forgetting they're both there and they're both getting freaked out by each other. In the meantime, though, after discovering the bed and actually acting not nonplussed about it, they were kind of just like, eh, okay, a bed? I'm like, that's like clearly like where she was murdered, you idiots. Where she was murdered? <laughs> well, it brought into her panic attack craziness, but so... Well, we'll the get devil. into panic attack crazy. That's where the devil first made his, his uh... His... Pain is the only thing the devil understands, Mora. <laughs> God damn it. So they, they're not freaked out by the bed, but they are freaked out by a random tooth they happen to stumble upon. And it's like a full... Because it doesn't belong to any of the girls. And it's like a full molar, and they're just like, what the fuck? And they find out after, somehow after researching, and they find out that it's the tooth of a... No... It's a... Atticus Aldrich. What a name. <sighs> it sounds like a fucking... Like a Harry Potter character, uh, so they so they they find it's his tooth. Is that what I remember? Or it was no, it's one of his daughters. It was one dead, of his daughters. Okay, I wasn't dead sure. Dead daughter's teeth. And they have this article. Oh, I'm so mad. I they have this article now. Now all these people have been to the house. They've all walked past Tim Decay, who has a face that's not that hard to to remember. He's very attractive. And Lord, do you want like a moment alone just to like <laughs> wax poetic about your thirst for Tim Decay? I'm okay, I have a glass of water. Uh, so they they have this like article projected on their screen as they're discussing this tooth, and it's up to Dana Delaney to stand up and get close and be like, you know, this guy looks just like Tim Decay. It's literally a picture of Tim Decay, and no one that makes a comment on it. They all seen him at this point. They should this all is be. How- Freaked Genetics out. Works. That is freaky. There is no one. I mean, if if someone looks that much like their grandfather, it's creepy. Like it's he's basically the same person. It's very it's eerie, and no one comments also, on isn't it. Isn't he actually like his great uncle or something? Isn't his grandfather? I think it was his it's like, grandfather. Well, I think it was his grandfather. But really, okay. It's weird. It's just not something. I mean, I get it. Like he, you, people look like their parents, but. This was uncanny. It was basically a candidate of Tim Decay. Although it was also from the 30s, so there was no way that the picture would have looked the way it looked, but whatever. <laughs> and they find out that the tooth was from the 30s because of the toothpaste that was used on it. Included radium. And they didn't never use that until the, thir- the 30s. Or- and it had to be the 30s. It couldn't have even been before then. Exactly. Um, and then they find out that it was uh, the grandfather who probably... Uh, well. 
the claims that the reason why he killed his three daughters is the devil was the devil killed them, you know, onto them or something stupid like it that. It turned out he was a paranoid schizophrenic, and it's only then that they're like, well, maybe we should look into this Tim Decay character. <laughs> like up until this they point, they look into schizophrenia though. Yeah, look into schizophrenia, and they've never at this point even thought like, huh. He's been acting like a real piece of shit. Maybe we should look into him. No, nothing, none of that. It's only because of this backstory. Well, he happens to have a, a great-grandfather grandfather that, that murdered looks his whole like family him. and looks identical to him. Maybe we should look into his backstory and find out more about what he would possibly do to kill his daughters. And, of course, immediately he, like, goes off his, like, mind. And they run they go to a cabin. No, yeah. why didn't they do this the first time? I don't know. They decided to only go once they... Well, I guess he realizes he's gonna get arrested now. They they did it in the basement is what they had done. Right, which, but why yeah. didn't they run the first time that the people came to talk to them? They waited until after they came back and looked through their whole house. Oh, they, they, they ran because uh, Chelsea was possessed. She got basically. possessed. <laughs> the devil. Where were... I guess that's where the first place they went is there. They have, like, some random cabin... How do they not find them, though? Like, isn't that, like, a family cabin? That should be listed on his property record. I think mean, they eventually did. I don't know. But so they, they're like, they're oh, shit. examiner's not cop well, like, some dude, I guess, is supposed to be tailing them, and he loses them because he's a shitty fucking cop. <laughs> that's, yeah. what, that's what this episode needs more of, shitty cops. But, <laughs> you know. Philly PD. PD. Oh, Jesus. Um, that's, oh, my God. Today there was an article about a cop that was trying to extort uh, charity tickets for their, like, fundraiser. <laughs> Telling people that he's gonna take their car if they don't buy cherry. Oh tickets. my god, the devil Silly PD. Uh, so anyway, so they they decide to go like chase after them and find out where the fuck he is. Meanwhile, the other lady is spiraling and said something killed that girl. <laughs> Why can't I see it? It's not science. <laughs> like, no, uh, my favorite was maybe science can't explain everything. Enough spooky talk. <laughs> Mark this episode ba- wants so much to be an X-Files episode, and it just cannot at all get to Mark Valley says evil can be baked into people. I'm like, that's an interesting way to what? say that. Baked into people. Like layers? Yes. It's like a casserole of evil. Okay, I get it. I get it. <laughs> that's going be an awesome band, casserole like, of evil. It sounds delicious. Uh, so they, they decide to, like, chase them down. They have to go and visit. Like, well, no, now Dana Lady's 12-year-old is here. Quote-unquote 12-year-old. Oh, God. You've never seen the show. Does that little girl look 12 to you? No, she looked like a 20-year-old. <laughs> She's supposed to be 12. She's a 20-year-old in a, in a schoolgirl outfit because... Doesn't she start the series off supposed to, like, she's supposed to be 10? Oh, yeah, I right. I think so. She's, like, 15 years old here. <laughs> she hits that female mood swing time pretty fucking quick, and she looks like she's, like, 20, and yeah, she has and that, her, like... her mom is asking her about religion like does it bother you that we don't go to church oh my god not grace florick she she literally she literally walks in the room and she's just like uh she just says oh does it bother you we don't go to church and then i just came to visit you why is this happening and she says oh by the way i've gone to church with my friends it's no big deal and she's like what and she's like why did you tell me and she says why didn't you tell me and then she basically says i'm I'm paraphrasing because you hate god you're such a bitch i'd never bother telling you and and then she says like i wish she had said it just like that and stormed off and she and she literally says to her like do you believe and it's like what the fuck am i watching again like this is not, and also her offices. Those are not medical examiner offices. I have no idea what's going on. They're like in a high rise. I don't understand it at all. It looks like a law. They're, they're very special medical examiners. <sighs> just, just look at Jerry Ryan's entire ensemble. They're yeah. very fancy. Mm-hmm. And now we go to see the pr- priest, whose name's supposed, name's supposed to be Tom Higgins. That's not a Tom Higgins I've ever seen one. But that is a hot priest. <laughs> he was hot. He was Higgins. Maybe he was adopted, I don't know. <laughs> he was not a Higgins, I agree with you there. He's, he's not a Todd Higgins in any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking of, like, Mr. Higgins. Uh, Father Higgins. Uh, they, they also, before, I, I want to say, before we get off that, uh, the scene with the daughter, when she says it, do you believe, Dana Delaney just is like, no, I believe in science. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. And, uh, well, you know. Uh, so then they go and talk to the priest. The priest is immediately, like, weird because he pulls down his collar and has yes. scratch marks. And they immediately go to, oh, you are fucking her, right? He's like, no! Well, she, I was doing it. I mean, he was a hot priest. And, uh, she, she clearly, like, was scraping in his chest. Like, they're deep marks, too. It's not like they were just, like, a couple scratches. Like, he looks like he'd been mauled. 
And uh, they they have he had they found that the, the corpse had his skin under her fingernails because he tells yeah. them. By the way, I was performing an exorcism, like we already knew. Like the whole point of seeing the priest is like just confirming that. Oh, so we're here to talk about the exor- exorcism you performed. Oh yeah, yeah, I performed an exorcism. None of these cops make these no. sorts of leaps. They're just like, they, why would they don't think they don't even think that he did the exorcism? Like that's news to them. I know that's what I mean though. But like, shouldn't that be your first like? Well, and that's how you realize. Yeah, she got cross marks. Billy PD. <laughs> Philly PD. Well, I mean, they're kind of short-staffed to Philly PD in season three. They had more cops. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah, the dude from Scorpion was just not there this episode. <laughs> yeah. But so, they never they never make that conclusion. I mean, obviously there's suspicion because maybe that means he was, like, trying to... He, maybe he was fucking her or maybe he did kill her. But, like, certainly exorcism should not be out of the question because all they're talking about is this, this possessions and evil and... But it's not science, Mora. <sighs> So they get to him, they talk to him about that. He's like, no, I assure you, she was possessed. Satan was staring back at me through her eyes, you know. And then, uh... She's speaking Latin. Speaking Latin, which I know for a fact she never studied. And, and then... He the, doesn't say it was cold. Dandelini, classic Dandelini, turns to him, like, shrugs to him, side, side smirk. Well, I speak Latin. Do I need to be exercised? You, bitch, you do. LOL, Dana Delaney is such a bitch. I love it's it. It's amazing. And so she, they now think, like, well, even though we thought the priest might... But they never really take the priest in for any kind of... Like, I mean, I know we're supposed to take his word for it, but it was very suspicious that they never bothered to even arrest him. And Tim Decay, in the meantime, is doing the exorcism because we're told by the priest... He's been called again to do another possession, another exorcism of the other daughter because he's like, like when they no. fled the cabin, and he refused because he obviously because of the gashes on his chest. So he basically admits he's a shitty priest, just like everybody there is shitty at their jobs. And uh, they Philly priests, <laughs> Philly priests. I mean, can we talk about how Chelsea is just having a fucking blast being presented? It, by the it devil? was so gross. Yeah, can we expl- can they explain the whole voice change without stabbing her? Blood, she's stabbing she's herself. She's got her mouth full of blood. Bridges. It's gross. She's and doing she's... whatever she feels like. It's like such a beat for beat. Like, no, I have questions about this. Like, why does she know how to act like a possessed person? Because she's not straight me as the kind of person that watched The Exorcist growing up. But... Because science. Because the devil is in her, Mora. <laughs> I know that's the real reason, right? <laughs> Knows how to act like the devil more. <laughs> God, I'm sorry. Uh, so they they go and they track him down very quickly. The priest has his. Mark Valley kicks down the door. Oh Jesus! And the I, daughter. I mean, watch a super kind of just Mark Valley kicking down doors. Yeah. And so, so the Tim... show human target. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the the cops come in as as Tim Decay is still finishing up. Previously to this, we see Tim Decay and the mother walking in on her being possessed, and it's. This is why it's a little confusing, because in this scene, when she's possessed, he's, like, hugging her, and he feels bad for her, so it's a little hard to understand. Like, he is a bad guy. It's That's clear. He is yes. a very bad guy. His father. parenting style is not good. But there is, like, some some weird depth to it, partly because I'm, I'm guessing because it's played by Tim Decay, so he's just very good at acting, and you were kind of like, okay, I kind of sympathize with him for a minute, because they're clearly out of control, and he does not know what to do. And especially since you have the, the cops being like, he did it, even though nothing really points to him doing it. And he has, and his biggest fear is possession from the devil, because not only did that run in his family, he's, like, the most God-fearing human being on the face of the planet. Um, so, in general, like, it's very confusing, but at this point, he has decided to do the exorcism himself. Which is like, I mean, I'm not gonna lie again, pretty attractive. Uh, and then it's just like, it's like, it, it's basically the plot of Conjuring because they decide, well, the priest won't do it, we'll do it for them. And they, I, I don't even understand what goes on there besides, well, I'm gonna try and get the devil out of her. That's it. Right. It's not. It's not working. And then not a well planned exorcism. Exactly. Which is Mark Valley and Dan Delaney are there, and then Chelsea's spewing things that Dan Delaney's dead dad said. Oh god! Oh, All right, Dan so, Delaney's dead dad. Order for your jacket, pumpkin. <laughs> so there's a creepy. There's a creepy scene where he has been. No, it's confusing because he's been trying to, like, you know, he's throwing the holy water, he's screaming the Latin or whatever, or like that compels you, all that shit. Um, and he has a crucifix with a convenient, like, knife option. Now, it's very confusing, like, why would you make a crucifix that could, you know, 
also be used as a knife, but... Why wouldn't you? And why would you be using that while you're... That's like the the story of, like, any vampire film, really. Ah, it's ridiculous. (laughs) And so she grabs the crucifix, like, that was probably the greatest scene of the episode, even though it was really gross. It was really well (laughs) acted and and done, I think, because she was super creepy when she's stabbing herself. Like, it was very good. And then her Yeah, she snatches it, stabs her lung, like, six times. It's, like, so super creepy. It's, like, something right out of, like, Romeo and Juliet. Okay, so, not to, like, spoil things, obviously, but I get this is an experimental drug, but, like, why would anyone want to take that drug ever? Like, well, there's people want to take it oh, recreationally. Yeah, I have no idea. I thought you were going to say because uh, they didn't Howell know Ryan say clearly. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, but, so, yeah, so they, so they, she stabs herself, her lung is, ex- like, completely, like, pops. Dan Delaney's like, doctor! And she stabs her with a pen, trying to, like, inflate the lung, and then she aspirates, she's like, oh, shit. But as she's choking, she looks over and says the, the creepy quarter for your jack-a-pumpkin line, <laughs> which we find out later on what that really means, but it, she, Dan, Dan Delaney acts like she's, she's seeing God for the first time, like, what? And she you know what was not the dead. best part of Body of Proof? Dan Delaney always talking about her dead dad. Oh, is that, that what That was never... Yeah. Her dad killed himself. Did he? Yeah. Yep. That she sassed him too much. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, so then they, they decide that, you know, Tim McKay was doing the exorcism, but he probably didn't necessarily kill her, but they need to interview him anyway, because there's a lot of questions unanswered. No, they, they're like, uh, like, they believe he's the one who did it. Like, but they're, like, suspicious about, like, why the fuck she was acting that way, because there's no way that he, like, it was no longer just the he, it's confusing, because obviously he was being crazy, but, like, the shit that she was doing was beyond... I mean, he must have been influencing her to a degree at which she was stabbing herself to death. Like, it was weird. He he had no control over her stabbing herself, unless he was the one making her stab. It's confusing. But so basically, they're trying to figure out why she was acting that way. If it was him, it was him. If it wasn't, it wasn't. But they're, they're still pulling him in to be questioned about the exorcism at large and why he ran away. So, uh, and in the meantime, also, she also spit on her sister, which is pretty gross. Uh, then she goes to Franklin University Hospital, again, LOL, doesn't ha- exist. Uh, she starts talking to the sister about, like, well, I'm sorry this happened, and I'm here for you, if anything, and she's like, could you pray with me? And she's, she's like, like, no. no. She shakes her head, nah, and is like, good God, this girl's sister is in a coma, and you can't just, like, hold her hand for five minutes? You don't have to say a fucking word. And she's just like, I'm not going to pray with you, sorry. Maybe she had prayed with her, like, the sister wouldn't turn, like, would just stop. Whoa! <laughs> what? That's true! She to oh my god. But, I don't know, she was a crazy person, so who knows. Spoiler alert. Like, she needed, like, a little, like, something to she make this all worthwhile. And she needed God. She needed to convert even, like, the most a terrible person in Dan Delaney, and she couldn't even do that. Yeah. So the sister, the sister is there to protect her. That's what she's saying. She's claiming that she's going to try and stop her father from intervening again, and blah, blah, blah. Um, and this is when I realized, like, how is the episode not over? There was another, like, 25 or 30 minutes. We haven't even gotten to the St. John's work yet. Tim Decay already called Dan Delaney an instrument of the devil, so what is the point? <laughs> and and I will say that once this, this scene's over, the rest of the episode does happen very quickly. Like, it, it's a lot of very quick points. But still, it's like, oh my god, how is it not over? Because this is where a, a normal episode would have ended, with this. But this is just, like, the one random scene. And so they decide, like, okay, uh, okay, wait a minute, though. Then they interview Caleb, which is Tim Decay and his wife, about the whole shit. Pain is the only thing the devil understands! And then, when they interview the, the wife about him, um... She says that Caleb doesn't believe in medication, but I had I was I was listening to it. I had to replay it because I thought at first he said he didn't believe in vacations. I was super confused because I was like, "Well, he doesn't." He said, also, I know, right? <laughs> I mean, they do have a cabin, so maybe that's what they consider a vacation. But I was just like, "Wait, what?" And I went back, like, "Oh yeah, medication. That makes more sense." But I so did, then I did she- have a note earlier that's just God's not a good HMO. Tim Decay. <laughs> yeah, basically, Tim Decay is the is the the pray it away situation is what he's clearly which doesn't really and make it's not sense. working and it doesn't really make sense to me because that didn't really track. I mean, his character's clearly a crazy person, but he didn't seem to be that. Like he didn't seem to be. I don't know. I guess he could have been, but it seemed like the 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 stuff that he hated about his daughters were the sins, not like you know practical medicine. Like I don't know. I guess they should have gone into that a little bit more, but they never mentioned it until right now. By the way. 
my husband hates medicine. And it's like, what? <laughs> that should have come up in the first interview. But then the girls had their female mood swings. Yeah, this is the reason. Oh, my God. So the mother claims that the reason, well, she says, she's the mother is hysterical, obviously. And she says, well, the reason why I'm, I'm we're being, this is all happening to us is because the, I use medication, even though Caleb doesn't believe in it, and I should have listened to him. He knows everything because I'm subservient. And he's a crazy I'm a person. dumb woman. And so, God. So she says, I gave my daughter St. John's wort, which is a natural. And then, of course, the, the, the cop is like, well, that's a natural, that's a natural uh, herb, you know. And he's just like, I know what St. John's wort is. I'm like, thanks, thanks, cop. I love it. <laughs> and so she says, yes, it's it's used for, for uh, pain or whatever because it once my daughters hit their maturity, and their female hormones and female mood swings started, they had to have something to help them, like, ease the pain. Which I'm like, Jesus Christ. And they've been giving them St. John's wort to try and medicate that, essentially, without using... Because, I mean, it is an all-natural... This is what I mean, like, I guess they should have just prayed it away, but it's not even like it's like she was giving them Midol. She was giving them St. John's wort. Like, let's calm down. And so the mother... um, The wort of the devil. (laughs) And <laughs> warned of the devil. And the mother is like super mad about it and um, just feels like she basically caused her daughters to go crazy because she brought this evil back into the house because she knows about the whole history of the, the, the grandfather and still married him and had three daughters. But, <laughs> like, and he's like, yep, that's science. That's an excuse. And it's not, even, it's not even the reason. It's not even the reason. But also, like, if you have a history in your family of like men murdering three daughters, maybe you quit after two daughters, you know what I mean? Or just adopt, because you can make sure you don't have any daughters. Like, it was ridiculous. You but, stop having girls. It is your fault, Mom. <laughs> oh, yes, exactly. But, uh, so then they, they're, they're like, creeped out by it, and then we, we find out more about Dan Delaney's dead father and his jackets. Um, so he, apparently he once told her she used to keep forgetting her jacket as a child, which is like, what a great character beat. Have someone I thought you just her... said her jacket is a child. Like, <laughs> God damn it. Um, but she she used to go to school in the cold because she forgot her jacket, which is classic Dan Delaney because she was super forgetful. And... and that's why she's cold now. Oh. <laughs> She'll never forget again. Mm-hmm. Her father died. <laughs> So, her mother used to get mad at her about it, and she always felt stupid, and the father instead was like, hey, how about I give you a quarter every time you wear a jacket, pumpkin? And she's like, okay, and then she never forgot her jacket again. And, and she, she was went rich. and learned something. <laughs> she specifically says her mother never knew how to handle it, but you're, you were just forgetting your jacket. Like, what? What does that mean? Well, if her mother's like, anything I like her, like... I, there, yeah, the whole thing, there's a mother-daughter relationship in the show, too, but at this point, it's just like, I was a forgetful kid, and probably normal-ish, but so, like, my mother didn't know how to handle me. What? That, that has nothing to do with your story. Yeah, and so, we also find out that the father, after he gave, said the quarter for your jacket, he would be like, oh, and then now go- My daughter learned something. something. Because she's going to school. <laughs> But so that that's like ominous. What a great episode of television. They never, and then then they say to her, then the the, the partner says to her, or partner slash the cop guy says to her, like, well, how the fuck did the the, do- the girl know that? And she, in the throes of a PCP dream, and she's like, I have no idea. Science does not explain it. Basically, and she's like, it's not your garden variety PCP. <laughs> Oh, good lord. It's experimental liquid PCP. That's what they find out. They find and out that they the like, ha fuck you. They weren't possessed, they were high. And she, like, knocks down everyone's clipboards. And they never, they never really, I mean, they kind of explain it, even though she's not the one that realizes it, but still, they never really fully explain it, but you're supposed to just believe, like, well, these three things they rattle off could be it are the real reason, because they never revisit it, so you have to assume those were the actual reasons, because when they explain that they were on PCP, you find out, well, clearly they were fucking high as shit, that's why they broke their bones, because they were out of their minds, and... But why was it cold? Why was it cold? And why could they speak Latin? <laughs> that's never explained. I guess the daughters know Latin, maybe? I don't even know. And They went so... and learned something. <laughs> Out. So the first, like, the first symptom is they just go to the library and speed read like Superman. <laughs> then the devil stuff. Then the devil stuff. So the the um the solution was that the PCP was the reason for everything, and then Jerry Ryan like 
meanders up, reminding you that she used to do this too. She cashes her paycheck. She knows things. She's not just there. She does cash her paycheck. And so she's like, well, the reason why these other symptoms happened, because other symptoms were like bloody eyes and what was the other one? Uh, The conjunctivitis and the... Yeah, uh, conjunctivitis and uh, the infections, yeah. infections. So they couldn't explain that. And then she's like, well, it's probably blah, 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 whatever this is. I know science too. I'm not just Jerry Ryan. And then Dana Delaney looks at her like, I can't believe you caught that. I didn't realize it. How could I possibly? I'm Dana Delaney. I'm better than everyone. And Ryan's like, that's why your ex-husband's fucking me. Boom. And so they they kind of, they, they sum it up as here are the reasons why all this shit went down, but they never actually... But where did they get the PCB from? But, well, there's that. And they also <laughs> never actually fall through and explain that those were, those were all just guesses. Those are all, like, diagnoses. They didn't test them for any of those things yet. So we have to assume that later on they tested them and they were legit. Which is totally possible, but they never show that scene, so this is left open as if it could have actually just been all the devil. They never Do you actually need to run tests when you know it's the devil? The talk screen for Chelsea did have it because it's one of those things that, like, wasn't it that it goes, like, through quickly? That's why they couldn't find it in the other system? Well, the, yeah. the St. John's War is the reason why they didn't originally find the PCP in the drug test, but they only find out that the, she had the PCP. They can't really find the other stuff out because it was an infection and they're already dead, so there's no really way to find out. It's all conjecture, basically. So, it's totally possible those are the explanations, but they never actually confirm those other, the Jerry Ryan explanations. They only have the PCP to explain the, the bigger picture. And it was obviously the devil, so, yeah. you know. Um, so, they they also decide, well, they've got this experimental PCP that was in their system is a liquid-based form from China, I think it was. Yeah. And it made no sense that it would just be in their systems because it's like a street drug, and these girls didn't seem like they were in the street drugs. I'm like, well, you don't know that. <laughs> the street drug is, is not pleasing to anyone. The devil is into street drugs. The street drugs, yes. You're terrible, um, so, they, so they go in, and they decide, oh, <laughs> they realize... Dr. Dante! Oh my god! When did we see this before? The doctor who... The <laughs> Inferno! Uh, so they decide that that was the source, because it's somehow... How do they even know that? Because he has it in his, like, literally... They find, they find a love letter... Oh, right, right, right. I forgot all about that, thank god. Was, was, was they don't harp on in the first place? They're like, the two... They find the letter and shoot at the same time. Oh, right. I forgot about that. Well, they figure out that the letter is from the doctor from the clinic who originally, like, saved her life, being quotation marks. Um, and then we find out that he's banging the youngest, Hannah, and, which is, like, really creepy because there's this... <laughs> First of all, his reaction to, like, them saying, oh, so you were fucking, uh, Rebecca, I think that's what it was, and it's like, I don't need to hook up with jailbait. I do just fine. I do just fine. That's not know. defending yourself, dude. Like, that makes you seem even more guilty. And then they Ryan pull the Hell's letter out. Ryan penis ruins everything. <laughs> and they pull the letter out, and he's like, oh, okay, yeah, I kind of did, I did I hook up with I am fucking that jailbait. I'm actually yeah. fucking the youngest one, which is terrible. Yeah, and then he also explains that the reason why is they hit it off after she came in with a bladder infection. <laughs> I was like, nothing so <laughs> oh, sexy yeah. times. The, the, like, the sexiest And they flirted a little. And apparently she got Let, the... Let's rank sexiest office. disease. Obviously, bladder infection is... Bladder infection is <laughs> number one. Wonder know, five, really. Know, lupus. 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 But it's never lupus. But what it is uh, lupus, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, so, they, so they decide, okay, they got the PCP from his his office. Now, why would you have an experimental PCP? To experiment, drug? Mara. But just like hanging out in the middle of his office. Like, in his clinic. Like, barely just, behind the clothes. That's how he and Jennifer Love Hewitt roll. <laughs> Literally that explains rolled. so much. There wasn't even a lock on that cabinet from what I saw. So just, like, she just, what? Just, <laughs> just reach her damn hand in there. That was ridiculous. And he's just like, oh, it's just a thing in my clinic. And they're like, well, this is the PCP that was in both the also, it was stolen. It, like, it was stolen. Like, he should lock that shit up after that. I know there was a lot of it missing from the way he looked at it. And they had two and different doses. he was aware of this. He was aware. Why would he leave it out? He just, she just tossed it. And then he's not in trouble. These people are terrible about covering up their crimes. Philly PD is not that good. These people are making, like, fingerprints at crime scenes, all this kind of stupid shit. Well, the letter saying, I did this. 
<laughs> I did this. XOXO, Dr. Dante. It was really here. great fucking you, underage girl. Why is he writing letters? Oh, man. It's a shame that they didn't have him texting her because he could use the fire emoji like a bunch. That would have been great. Because uh, his name's Dante. Ha ha. So then they come, they come to the conclusion that maybe he didn't do it, even though he has like all of the elements of a murderer because he's a creepy diddler. Uh, and, and then, then he's decide, like, oh, I fucked no, the youngest one. I just fucked the youngest one. And then uh, he also kind of says, like, look, she was kind of off hinge, but, you know, I haven't talked to her in a while, and I didn't even know that was her sister until I treated her or something, some shit like that. And then they realize, like, well, Hannah must have stolen the PCP then. Well, why would she? Hannah's what? a crazy person. <laughs> Sorry, Tim Decay, for all the slander. Well, then we get to the craziest scene where they go... <laughs> it's they my go, turn to play God. They go running to their house in Melbourne from the city, which they get there instantly, which is I, not possible. I hope they, okay. they literally just ran. <laughs> that would have taken, like, four hours. Um, <laughs> so they, they get there, and they're just like, oh, no, it's it's Tim Decay's being held at gunpoint with his own gun in the basement because the mother's, like, got a bruise and she's screaming. Well, of course like, he has a help. gun. And I'm like, how did that gun survive the the mass inspection of the house during the medical examiner's time through there. I guess it was hidden. It couldn't have been in the cabin, because I'm sure they went through the cabin, too. And they arrested this dude several times. So, like, what is... The gun's still there for Did he get it the next day? I don't understand a lot. They probably... They stopped looking after the tooth. And we found the truth in this letter that we're not going to, like, pursue until it's time. And we won't bother looking at any of the rest of the house, because there couldn't be anything else I hope the letter said, like, love Dr. Dante at the end, and we just ignored it completely. (laughs) With, just with, like, a lot of hearts around it, too. Oh, God. And then, so, they, they have Hannah, like, shaking, holding the gun at Caleb, just, or Tim Decay. She's all like, who's the bitch now? Yeah, like, you, I'm gonna kill you because my sister, she find out, he found out that she poisoned her sisters because they play? didn't deserve your love because they were bad kids and she's, like, in love with them. So it's like, oh no, this is really I mean, a weird place. Any other show, it would have gone to, like, Tim Decay was fucking his daughter's route. Right. I'm surprised but, he didn't, actually. I'm surprised. Yeah, they're, like, a couple minutes away from that. But so, yeah. they... And it's just like, it's my turn to play God. <laughs> it's just like, God. This is another another example of, like, I think this is an episode that was written around that line. <laughs> they're just like, kind of figuring out. Yeah, they might not go learn something. Yes, that yeah. as well. They had those three lines, and they're like, gotta make an episode about this. Um, and then they, she explains that the other daughters were terrible. Tim Decay, it's all news to Tim Decay. Tim Decay, again, it's weird because he's a good actor, so you're like seeing all this, like, like shock and horror on his face. And again, you're almost sympathizing with him, because it's like, well, he didn't cause any of this, really. I mean, he's a piece of shit father, and he definitely abused her into being a crazy person, but... She's twisting he, everything around. Yeah, like, she's she's misunderstanding all of his... He doesn't want any of what she did to happen. Like, he, he loved his other daughters. He's like, I love all my daughters equally. She's like, but I love you the most! And he gets, like, real creeped out, and explains that if you do this that your soul is going to be damned to hell and she's like it's already damned to hell then she explains her whole master plan like a Bond villain and he gets really creeped out and she apologizes then turns the gun on herself and said I'd love you I did it so we could be together then decides to pull the gun shoot herself in the head but it had no bullet in it but no it misfires which it does misfire. to do so it's divine intervention or the devil so that's what I was curious about, because later on we see them looking at the barrel, and then there's a full barrel. So it, it either jams or whatever happens, but it really sounds like it, like, she she pulls the trigger. It's not like it jams, because usually when a gun jams, you hear more of, like, a jam sound. That was a weird, like, it just kind of, it sounded like she clicked the trigger and it had no bullets in it. But it, it just turns out it misfires, and, and she survives, and she, like, starts sobbing. And they're all, everyone that, everyone's fucking, like, basement is already crying, and then they just, like, lose their minds when that happens. And, uh, they, they take her away, because she's obviously, like, a murderer. And, uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Obviously. The father is, they just let him go, but he's still a child abuser. Couldn't they take him in for something? Like, he tried to- At this point, like, To why? exercise the kids, <laughs> and, like- The reason why I mean, she's a murderer is because he's a crazy person, though. I, I don't know, can he go to jail for, like, emotional abuse? Because, again, the father never touched them. Besides, like, the one slap during the possession. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But remember, she was possessed. I think you could totally take him to jail for something. 
like endangering a minor or something like that because he didn't but at this point, seek medical attention. Besides, maybe the, the crazy one, none of them are minors anymore, right? Oh, yeah, maybe not. So, that's true. Well, yeah. So, anyway, so he just walks away. He looks shaken up. Again, though, lighting's pretty good. Tim Decay's I looking mean, he great. Looks <laughs> in the mirror when they're at the police. Please oh my god, that's crazy. Look in the mirror and see the devil. And then he does it. Like, fuck you, Tim Decay. Yeah, God. And then that scene where she's, like, pulling away in the cop car and he's staring, like, into space, like, what did I do? It's like, I kind of get why she's in love with him because if that was my dad, I'd be fucked. <laughs> so, oh my god. <laughs> Tim Decay. So then he, she, she's like, like all devastated in the car. He just like clearly upset himself. And then we still have Dana Delaney finding time to be a total bitch because she's like, well, I have. I, she's like, I have faith that you'll always be annoying to the cop partner, which is just like, what? The Lol, Dana Delaney is such a bitch. I love it. How is he the annoying one in any situation in this episode? Well, it's just, it's insane to me that someone could be that flagrantly rude about religion and not get called on it. Because this is, again, it goes back to the other medical examiner shows that I watch, which are surprisingly many of them. And usually you have that persnickety, all science-based, even fucking, even X-Files, like I mentioned before, that has the Dana Scully. But she's, like, super religious, for one. But, like, secondly, it's not out of the question for someone to be anti-religion in a science-based field. That's par for the course for most medical shows. There's usually somebody who doesn't like religion. But have some fucking cooth where people are obviously super religious or have a little bit of religious leanings. Don't be a bitch about it. Like, it's crazy that she's able to just, like, me- like meander around the episode calling people idiots for not believing the things that she does. It's really ridiculous and incredibly unprofessional. If she's supposed to be this great, like, you know, uh, official investigator person, she's shit at <laughs> her job. technical term. Yeah, you know, <laughs> professional medical investigator slash person. bitch. <laughs> she's yes. a bitch. She's a mother. mother. She's a child. <laughs> she's a lover. She's a sinner. She is not a saint, though. <laughs> Alright, so, so then she, she, like, basically, they all watch Tim McKay, like, whoops, like, you got fucked up, and then, uh, she goes to the hospital to see the other daughter. And she's basically like, why, why, why do you know that thing? What's And this is, like, she's, like, feigning some kind of, like, I care about you as a medical examiner, but, like, we know her now. At least just, like, if you're gonna be that, like, anti-religion and, like, anti-people, anti-people, just, like, lean into it and do, like, we said the Gregory House thing where he's just a full-on, like, jerk. But, like, this, she's trying to act like she's also, like, a nice person in this moment, where she's like, I'm here for you, you know, your mother's just taking a break. Well, the first thing the daughter does when she wakes up is, where's my mom? She's, <laughs> she's taking like, a break! She's taking a break! Her mom probably, like, is killing herself in the bathroom, honestly. <laughs> oh, God. After all and, of that? And the gun jams again. And so, <laughs> she decides, like, okay, I'm gonna be here to, like, watch over you at your bedside. So we're supposed to be like, oh, dude, Delaney, you're such a great person. No, she's not. She's there just because she needs to understand why the fuck... You knew about that pumpkin shit, and so she and, asked her pretty much point blank. So why did like, you say that? I don't remember. I don't remember saying any of that pretty much. Yeah, yeah. like sorry, I was out of it. I was on drugs. I have no explanation. And yeah. Daniel's like, all right, I guess. And, she and walks then away. Like, starts walking away, and she's like, now go learn something. <laughs> and then there's literally music. Cut there, to black. there is literally a music cue out of Hitchcock where it's like, there's a zoom in on Daniel and then we cut. And it's just, like, shock that she could possibly have known. And that's okay. that. And they never that's... address that ever again. <laughs> the devil. ends. <laughs> now go learn something. It's insane. That's insane. This is a cop procedural show that pretty much just confirm the devil exists. I mean, well, let's not forget the time that Bones, presu- like, proved ghosts exist. <laughs> Also oh Santa. Also Santa. Castle-proved time travel exists. <laughs> I was doing that episode of Castle from the podcast. Yes, but so you're you're claiming all these other episodes like these are good examples. Those are all also terrible episodes. So like these are that's why we're talking about them. I know, but it's not like those are examples of why that's okay. Those are examples of why it really fucks up a show every time it happens. I just want to turn this into a body approved podcast. Let's not talk about other TV shows, really. No, I don't want to milk that dairy cow. (laughs) Oh, Jesus! Sure you do. But that's the episode. I mean, that's that's it. Yep. That's a, it. Ends literally fade to black. Or cut Zoom to black, in. And they had enough spooky talk. 
No explanation for anything. No full explanation for why they even got sick. They only have to just to suggest. Also, is Angelini's dad who killed himself in hell? Is that how the devil's like, <gasps> in on this? Oh my god! I guess he is. He <laughs> have to. He'd have to be because that's the whole. I don't know what kind of religion they are. They never get into that either. It's clearly some kind of like reform or something. But I assume very born like, again or something. It's Catholic, but like even more that's extreme. That's not Catholic. I don't know. I mean, the well, Catholic priest I mean, who has the exorcism. Yeah, but... our priest, obviously, our, our priest Todd Higgins. I'm gonna guess Taoist. Taoist is Taoist. But the I, the exorcism is definitely Catholic. But the other stuff, like the whole, I don't. That's not a very Catholic. Thing it's just a made up religion on. from this episode of television. Pretty much. And they never give any explanation, as they don't need to, because God is real, and the devil is real, and everything's doomed. And that's it! And now go yeah, learn yeah, now something. Yeah, now go learn something, guys. <laughs> so, do we have any other wrap-up thoughts? <laughs> that's clapping. I mean, I, I have a wrap-up thought, which is, why did you do this episode for the podcast? Because isn't the podcast about bad episodes, and this is by far the best <laughs> episode of Body of Proof? Well, I haven't seen the rest of it, so I'll take your word for it. Well, the rest of it. I, like, I want you to live tweet every single episode. I, if there's anything like this, though, I don't know if I can... Well, I can... Multi Dairy Cow exists, and the Christina Hendricks episode we just tried to explain to you. <laughs> I, was that what you were doing? Because it didn't sound like an explanation. It sounded just like, here's something that happened. <laughs> Just watch it. Let it exist over top of you. And also, not Simon Baker. This is a post not Simon Baker world. Not Simon Baker, oh god. You'll you'll see when you watch the show. You'll know what I'm talking about exactly. And this is not the first time that a show has done the whole religious exorcism slash whatever. It's the first time they've taken a strong stance on the fact that God is real, though. Which is ironic on a show that. I don't even know if they're saying God is real. They're just saying the devil is real. And everything's going to hell. Everything. Can you imagine. Based on the whole, like, you know, if one thing exists, hopefully the other one does. Otherwise, we're all really fucked. That's even darker if it's just the devil that exists. We really are fucked. Well, oh, God. How about any other wrap-up thoughts? Uh, LOL, Dana Delaney is such a bitch, I love it. <laughs> uh, so then, uh, let's move on to plugs, then. What's up with you, Latoya? I suppose I'll plug the entire series of Body of Proof, all three seasons. Uh... Plug the devil. <laughs> you can plug the devil. <laughs> plug the fact that this season is apparently higher rated than the second season and it still got cancelled. I'd plug the devil if it was Tim Decay. Oh! <laughs> oh. <laughs> never, never talk to me ever again. Uh, you guys can go back and read my uh, piece of Insanity where I watched every movie in the Bring It On franchise and then wished that the devil would just possess me so I wouldn't have to feel... <laughs> <laughs> you take a crucifix to your left lung. Yeah. Oh god. So. All right. <laughs> oh, and of course, follow me on Twitter at Laferg so you can find out where to find these things. Yes, do that. Awesome. And what's up with you, Nate? Um, well, I have no idea what I'll be doing at this point in time when this drops. We all get to experience the devil and milking the dairy cow, <laughs> and how much of a bitch Anna Delaney is. But I guess you can also follow me on Twitter at Levy on TV for. Various devil, Dana Delaney, and Dairy Cow-related ramblings. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> awesome. And then, as always, I am at Mari on Twitter. Um, and in the meantime, you can find us on Twitter at the Televoid. You can rate, subscribe, review us on iTunes. You can find us on Facebook and like us there uh, at the Televoid. Thanks for wandering into the Televoid, guys. See you next week. Bye-bye. Now go learn something. idea of a party is this anyway? I mean, they just play the same song for 10 hours, right? Milk the dairy cow. Hey, milk the dairy cow. Pull it, pull it, pull it, milk it. Woo, milk it. Woo, milk the dairy cow.